0: Happy birthday to oh. you. Happy, Happy birthday. birthday to you. <laughs> Happy birthday, birthday, dear Carly. Happy <laughs> birthday to you. Oh, that didn't work at all on
1: our end because like, <laughs> I forgot I had my audio on on here. Oh no, that's so <laughs> I also would definitely wasn't prepared, and you totally should have let me know,
0: because... Oh, no, of course you. <laughs> yeah, well, I don't know why you didn't Carly know. was listening the whole time when we were preparing, and <laughs> I couldn't, like... could have texted me, Connor. I could have done that. That would have been smart. <laughs> this is The Christian Artist. honoring Christ through Creativity. My name is Caleb. My name is Connor.
2: And I'm Carly.
1: For some reason, we are lagging crazily on zoom for some oh, reason that's great. and i'm gonna run some troubleshooting connor what are we talking about today
0: today we're gonna to be talking about social media um i was looking up some fun facts to kind of uh introduce us to this idea not
1: only is it good information it's fun
0: it's yeah, okay. good. <laughs> um for context as of april 2018 total worldwide population is 7.6 billion the okay. internet has 4.2 billion users There are 3.03 billion active social media users. On average, people have 5.54 social media accounts. The average daily time spent on social media is 116 minutes a day. 91% of retail brands use two or more social media channels. 81% of small and medium businesses use some kind of social platform. Internet users have an average of 7.6 social media accounts. I'm not sure what the difference between a person and an internet user is, but that was kind of funny. Um, so uh, social maybe, media maybe users. Maybe person
1: is like an actual real life person and user <laughs> is like a profile, which could be a, multi- uh, like a like the same person. Sure, we'll go with that. Right? I think we're overthinking uh-huh. this. Um,
0: uh, there's a little bit of facts that are a little confusing to me, but it says that works out at a new social media user every 15 seconds.
1: Okay. Pretty wow. crazy. Yeah.
0: Um, yeah. And, uh, user numbers, Facebook wins with 2.02 billion users. All right. That's insane. It's pretty insane. Yeah. So social media is... A big part of our culture. It's a big part of the world. Um, it keeps people connected um, You can meet people that you otherwise would never meet you can share information that you would otherwise never be able to share with a certain person But at the same time you have a lot of different people who are um, envying one another um, using social media for uh, greed and personal gain um, and it, it it A lot of uh, self-image and uh, self-worth goes into social media um, with what you post and, uh, uh, you know, how many likes you get and, you know, how you're affecting other people. Um, and we just thought it would be interesting to kind of address that idea, especially because we are a podcast. We're technically it's a true. part of that internet um We're on the internet fad, people. Right. right now. So okay. um, to kind of address what social media's effect is and how as christians and especially as christian artists should use social media Mm. um i remember uh katie gregoire um talking about social media before and pretty much just saying like us as christians should be using it to glorify god Mm -hmm. and when you're just saying weird random stupid cliche things on (laughs) facebook as a christian like uh you know, just just kind of sharing and liking whatever, ever you know, somebody says Christian in the post or whatever. Mm. Um, or just, oh, this person's a Christian. I'll just like and share whatever they post. I'm sure it's great. Not being discerning. Um, not being discerning. And, um, I mean, then again, just being dishonest with who you really are. And also just dishonest with the word of God by trying to get the approval of man. Right. Um, which are all things that we should be aware of.
1: Mm-hmm. Sure makes sense
0: oh well, does anybody else have anything to what do you say i want or? to start i mean pick one of those things so what, what do you guys think
1: that's a lot of things
0: <laughs> oh, all right. what was the first thing that you said <laughs> <laughs> i don't know um i think it was just discerning right okay
1: so how can we be discerning on social media how can we not just go along with through the rest of internet culture and just kind of like go with the flow and rather be like intentional and like specific with the way we're using social media i guess those are two different concepts um being discerning and being intentional are two different concepts yeah but. so let's
0: start with let's start with discerning let's start with um actually well, we start the other way around just so that for sake of not being hypocritical start with what you post and then start with what other people post mm-hmm, mm-hmm. um so for what you post, I would say something uh, that James White said recently, um, or maybe not recently, and you just posted on Twitter recently, um, that as Christians we don't have the uh, the freedom to be. Uh, what was it? We don't have I'll the freedom that. to be.
1: It, yeah, I know what you're saying. It was it's semi recent. I was like listening to an, an slightly older because like, in my watch later list and I that I hadn't.
0: We don't have time to be loose with our terminology. We don't have time to be unspecific with our terminology. Um, We have to be very specific on the things that we say. Um, We have to be very, very... um, Like, for instance, um, just talking about things like inviting Jesus into your heart. Or um, (laughs) my favorite is walking, walking in the spirit. And then, you know somebody would say, you know, you could, you could tell somebody to walk in the spirit or to, to do this or do that. Um, but until you explain to them how they can do that, you're not really being helpful. You're just sounding, um, Christian Mm -hmm. or even just the idea of just, just saying Christianese words that can be confused, um, with other things in our culture um saying saying things like there is victory in jesus and stuff like that i, I found it um um the, the specific quote is we mm-hmm. do not have the luxury
1: for imprecise language when speaking about christian truth to people who are going to misinterpret it and twist it that is mm-hmm. not the apostolic example
0: yeah and just saying that like the uh the apostles like in the bible like peter and and um paul and the disciples and stuff like that like the way that they preached was very specific, and especially Paul, he was mm-hmm. very, very good with his words, and um, very—I mean, they were—they ju- were all very specific, and each term had its own meaning, and each term had its own uh, purpose.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And if we're if we're very general with our speech, and we're not trying to be specific, and um, we're not trying to be careful not to have somebody else read it and misinterpret it or be led astray by that thinking or, and, and specifically, I think the idea of like, there's victory in Jesus and stuff like that, that you can just say that, and we could know what you mean, but unless you explain it, mm-hmm. um, you could definitely be leading people astray into, into believing something that like a prosperity gospel preacher uh, teaches. um, And by, by saying things that the prosperity gospel preachers um, say, in a way, you're all, all you're saying is what they said. So I'm saying there is victory in Jesus over blah 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 blah, and then all they're thinking about is oh that's what Joel Steen said or that's what TD mm-hmm. Jake said, and then that's all the person is going to think about is you. You then you've then um, aligned yourself with those people by using the same type of language um, instead yeah. of being set apart. And um you can very easily lead people astray I think in their minds. That's
1: specifically like probably the most important ish- issue in, in at stake here is there are a lot of unbiblical worldviews mm-hmm. that um, we've just adopted the terminology of because it's all around us in a culture. The one that I'm primarily thinking of is Marxism. Um, just <laughs> in general, Marxist and neo-Marxist ideals. Um, postmodernism, modernism uh, intersectionality, all of those things yeah. that come from this, you know, Marxist idea of like class struggle and power struggle being at the center of all being. Um, we have really adopted that as the evangelical church in America, specifically whenever we, te- whenever we, whenever you hear someone talk about like um, empowering people or um, like mm-hmm. people with privilege, people who are oppressed, mm-hmm. um, those words, have ceased their original meanings because they are now intricately linked with marxism and the ideas that stem from marxism so we have to be really careful when we're talking about because obviously there are people who are oppressed that is a thing right but when we use it as christians we should be meaning it as the bible means it not as marxism means it and but unfortunately a lot of times when people just hear the word oppress oppression they're automatically thinking of marxist versions of oppression and not biblical versions of oppression because that's what they're familiar with so we have to be very careful in the words that we use the terminology we use always going back to scripture Um, always trying to be as biblical with our terminology as possible and where our biblical terminology overlaps with worldly terminology we have to clarify we have to be like i don't mean this i mean this Mm -hmm. um right like when i when i say that um you know jesus came to um to um uh Man, I'm trying to think of an example now. Like just any verse. Well, like I'm trying to think of something in particular that can be misconstrued um, as like a Marxist thing. Okay, so let's let's say this for example um, in Acts, right? Like when 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 it says that um, all of the um, all of the uh, uh, Christians in the first in the church the in church, Acts yeah. shared things in common, right? When we see that verse as modern Christians the first thing we think about is socialism, right? We're like, oh yeah, they're just <laughs> must've been a perfect socialist society where they just knew shit, everything. and But that's not obviously what it's meaning. It's meaning a very, very different thing, which is um, these people were being individually generous with their mm-hmm. own time and resources. And because they loved the, their brothers and sisters in Christ, gave of their own time and energy and money um, generously to help people who were specifically in need. It wasn't just everybody pooled all the resources into one collective pile and then everybody drew from there. Um, and they certainly didn't do it through force, which is what socialism <laughs> requires um, through through coercion. They they did it generously and they did it freely and they did it individually. Right. Um,
0: and we've talked about this
1: idea a lot. Yeah. Um, but yeah. But right. When you first just see the, the words like and they shared everything in common. That's the thing that you can <laughs> think through. And then a lot of people do like assume that's what you know christian is socialist in nature Mm -hmm. when it's just because of the specific terminology right that's that's being misconstrued because of our context
0: so right and i would say the most important thing to be careful with is um just salvation even especially just on on facebook of just being very careful not to to be teaching a false gospel with the little things that you say Mm -hmm. and 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 here's the thing is is we could make a big deal out of social media when in all reality, you know, most people, uh, you know, think that, you know, social media is just a thing that people use and, and see or whatever. And it's not really that big of a, um, doesn't really have that big of an effect on them. Um, which is honestly not true. And it might be true for some people. Um, but it's honestly not true. Uh, people have a, it, social media has a big effect on a lot of people, a a lot of, uh, uh, it has a big effect on the minds of people. And it's a subtle effect, but it's a, it's a big effect on how people think, what they think about themselves. Um, there were some different statistics, uh, that are in this book that is sitting here called uninvited. It is backwards. So you can't really read it correctly because we have the mirror Um, thing
1: and it's also very bright.
0: Yeah. And, um, in in that there is some statistics that I I'll put the can't link in the liner because I yeah. haven't done that in a while and I probably should <laughs> Um, that just talk about the effect that it has on certain people of how like seventy percent of people who um, uh, use social media or whatever feel more depressed afterwards than they did before hmm. because they see all these different yeah. things that people are doing. They see the happiness of other people. They see what other people have, and they think, and and you know, very very uh, I mean, more often than not, somebody is going to put up something happy, something that mm-hmm. the best side of them, rather than being real with who they are, um, nobody posts pictures of themselves uh, without makeup or something like that, or and, and when it's they're like, super angry or and, sad. And
1: even when they do, often it's it's not in a spirit of vulnerability and genuineness. Right. It's right. It's, it's just a spirit get, of it's attention or right. Like, look, yeah. this is
0: even how I look without makeup. Right. Exactly. Right. And it just
1: feeds into <laughs> the same idea. Right? right. It's just all about me. It's very narcissistic. Right. Social media yeah. tends to be so
0: yeah but um yeah so so the idea is that social media does have a big effect on people and i think Mm -hmm. i think more uh well no i won't make that i will not make that general statement but um just the idea of going into it it should be uh social media it can be a great tool um Mm -hmm. to preach the gospel to encourage other christians to Um, I mean, I've used social media specifically just to witness to coworkers Um, and uh, especially at Schnucks when I couldn't really talk to my coworkers very often. um, You know, I would befriend them on Facebook and they can see that I'm a Christian and then, you know, they can see how I love my life and they Mm -hmm. can see the gospel and, you know, stuff like that. And so I would use social media to to put myself out there just to see, just, just to make sure that everybody knew who I was because you couldn't really, you know talk about very many things mm-hmm. when you're working at a grocery store. Yeah. Um so it can be a great tool. Um, but as as Kent said as Kent Martin has said, um mm-hmm. uh, one of our youth leaders that one of our fellow it's, youth, leaders, it's, we were also youth leaders. Uh yeah, very true. Uh it's it's just a covet. It's it it's it's covet book. It's all about covet. Yeah. yeah. It's uh <laughs> It, it just makes you envy other people. Mm-hmm. Uh, you see the things that you don't have. And then you start thinking about, you know, those things you don't have. You start thinking about how happy other people are and mm-hmm. oh, I must not have it all together then. Yeah. And it's, it's subtle and it's unrealistic. Um, but that's the effect that our emotions can have on us if they're not based in truth. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. So with that being said, so anybody else have anything to say? Carls any Discernment
2: uh not specifically at the moment <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh then then i think we were going to go to just the other side of it then and what other people uh say which is probably a good segue from from that then of just envying other people um uh discerning of other what other people say um that okay yeah we should talk about that then
1: right okay carlos do you have any thoughts on that you just Uh-oh. haven't talked much, <laughs> much yet, so I just want to give you a chance yeah. to say something. If you have thoughts. So. I don't
2: know.
1: <laughs> okay, what do you think about it?
2: Not currently.
1: Yeah. Um, so in terms of, like, other people and what they post on social media, I think one thing maybe to, to be... I mean, obviously the things we've already said still, still uh, apply here, right? Like, if you see people use terminology that might be unclear... Ask them for clarification, right? Make sure that you're understanding what they're saying. Don't, don't automatically assume one way or the other um, if they're meeting it in this particular way because oftentimes, right, people will either. Um, and, and I mean this in two different senses. I mean, one in the one sense, to make sure that you don't misconstrue their position and, like, offend them unnecessarily by, like, per, per, like um, claiming that they believe something that they don't. But also, um, if they are being a proponent of, you know, an unbiblical ideology... And they don't know that, right? Like they're unwittingly just following a narrative that isn't in scripture. That's, you know, an opportunity, obviously, in, in, in and we're talking about other Christians in this context, but like, you know, that's an immediate an opportunity to lovingly come alongside them and point them back to scripture and be like, Hey, you know what, what do you mean by that? Could you let me know? And then if they, mm-hmm. they mean the thing that the world means by that, you can gently point them back to what scripture says about that topic and, and help them to have a, a more biblical um, ideology in that area and again this is all in in like scripture says you know in a spirit of gentleness and respect and with anything on social media i think that's one of the most important things to take away from any talk about social media is um and connor like your face is obscured by the microphone oh i'm sorry so like hold the book over here so you can (laughs) so it doesn't seem like you're just like in the corner i'm hiding
0: yeah i'm hiding
1: Mm -hmm. um it's important to remember that any interaction we have on social media is like the, all the same rules apply when, if you were talking to them in person, right? Like you don't, you don't get to be a jerk just because you're, betr- yeah. there are screens between you and the other person. Mm-hmm. Um, you, the same and, rules of general love and, and equity still apply in any right. social, social. And
0: social. from just from personal experience, like social media is a place to have conversation. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, especially about these kinds of you things have really with people
1: easy yes conversations it's a, it's a really good way to get conversations started about yeah. things
0: with especially with people that you don't see very often mm-hmm. then yeah. you can have these kinds of conversations and that's good that's that's fine social media is allows that opportunity um but if you have the opportunity to talk with someone in person i suggest doing that instead specifically if yeah
1: if, you're, if there's like a an actual like issue that you guys need to work out yes don't use social media to do that like if it if it <laughs> if you guys are just having a conversation, like a friendly conversation about a theological topic or about, you know, anything in general, um, and it's, you know, that can be a time and it like social media brings up that topic, Mm -hmm. right. Where it hadn't come up before then, you know, it's totally fine. But if, if it's obvious that there's like some sort of underlying tension between you two probably don't want to hash that out over social media, just go to them. Like Matthew says, go to them one-on-one and and figure it out. Right. Like, um, be, be bold enough to, go up to them and talk to them in person and figure that out rather than like because I've, I've had some conversations with people that i disagree with um who i i mean i was friends with personally and we had like a public argument on facebook and mm-hmm. or twitter or whatever right like and that's not the place to do that because not only are you like there there's social cues that are lost there's you know verbal and um non-verbal cues that are lost because of tone at the absence of tone and the absence of like facial expression when you're over social media mm-hmm. but also you're publicly proclaiming a disagreement between a brother or sister in christ who mm-hmm. that might not be very loving or gentle depending on how you go about it right like obviously things, things can be heated and because of those there can be misunderstandings. sometimes there can be legit like um like uh tensions that rise and social media is not the place to have that happen because we are commanded in scripture to go to a brother one-on-one and and talk to them about either like a sin situation or like a a disagreement and not to take it before the public um Mm -hmm. but unless it gets to the point right where like um they're unrepentant in that thing or whatever right like there's obviously situations where that is a thing but Mm -hmm. um our first call is to do that um but i'm trying to think of the the other thing i was going to say um um Uh, maybe that's it. Do you have a thing, Connor?
0: I mean, I would just say that from from our experience, you have to be very, very careful and much more loving than you you think you should be yeah. on on Facebook or Twitter or just any type of social media. Um, just because, you know, we've gotten a lot of uh, – well, how would I say? We've gotten a lot of uh, – Flack. Yeah, we've gotten a lot of flack for that over the years. Just... And some
1: of that is completely legitimate and
0: mm-hmm. ways that Connor, both Connor and I yeah. haven't been gracious
1: and haven't been right. loving in our presentation on social media. Um, but in other times it, it wasn't our fault and it was like just, some be... people just you know, get offended sometimes, but right. it's important to remember to always be striving to, to, to go have a higher standard right. for
0: conduct. So not let certain things even be named among Christians. Yeah. yeah. Um. Yeah.
1: Um, and and that's, that's one of the things that I, I personally try to do as much as I possibly can to get across the tone that I'm meaning to, to be, and I'm, I'm not saying I'm perfect at this. And, and I know that there are many people who, can, who could point out even recent like tweets of mine that haven't come off as very gracious. Um, and this is something that I'm trying to actively work on. Um, but uh, just in general, like this is the one of the reasons that I almost constantly use emojis Because it's very easy Mm. to just, like, put a smiley face on the end of something and get across, the like, a lighthearted tone that you you are... That's how you're saying it, and you want to make sure they're understanding. Because, like, a lot of times, especially in, like, text back and forth, people will just, like, write a sentence. Right. you have no context. And you you usually go to the, the least likely tone that they meant it but they're just like oh man that sounds like they're offended by something that i said or they hate me now yeah and it's not usually the case but that's how it comes off sometimes
0: it was emily fire who once said man every single time you don't use punctuation or you use punctuation i think you're angry (laughs) and i was like i just
1: like using punctuation yeah like i use
0: periods in like to end a sentence and she was like, "Yeah, like every time you do that, I think that you're like angry." And I'm like, "Why did you say anything?" <laughs> I've started to, I've started to like intentionally
1: use syntax like that to to get across tone. Really? Um, I've been very cognizant of that recently. Where like, if I if I want something to be taken as like lighthearted or a joke, I don't use punctuation. Like I don't use a period at the end of it because it it has this. It's weird, and this is like what's cool about language, but in in different forms of communication, is like you can you can say something like like the the joke I made the other day, right on on Facebook and Twitter, where it was like, you know, if I had a dollar for every time that I left my wallet in my mm-hmm. car, uh, I'd have enough money to pay my groceries right now. The joke works better without a period because that's the way that internet jokes work. Right. Like there's a certain like lilt. There's a certain like unfinished nature to internet communication that makes it funnier if you don't have a period at the end i don't know how it works but it works (laughs) and and like if you if you can master that form of communication you can get across tone much easier Mm -hmm. um and 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 like so be be very intentional about the way that you're speaking not only when in person but on social media right like use the english language to your advantage (laughs) there are ways to do it (laughs)
0: carly do you have anything to add not really Um,
2: i'm brain dead i've had one week of school already and i'm just
0: (laughs) i don't actually know how i'm speaking this much this time i was expecting (laughs) to not say anything so i want to talk a little bit about this book then so uh for people who don't know this book is called uninvited it is by lisa turkhurst um a lot of people uh specifically kent martin actually when i when he figured out that i was reading this book he was like i'm not sure how you can read a book by her because of her like theology or whatever i never looked up her theology um so maybe she's uh, maybe maybe kent just thought i wouldn't like her theology or maybe he also doesn't like her theology i don't really know i didn't really ask but um apparently uh lisa turkhurst has a very interesting uh theology and uh so not uh recommending here just because i i have literally done nothing but read this book but i love this book um for the first couple of chapters it was it was this idea that we've been talking about of like her using words that sound like their prosperity gospel kind of sounding (laughs) words um and so the first couple chapters i was very hesitant to try to figure out what's going on here and then once we got to chapter three it was like Oh, she started explaining like what she meant by the the terms and words that she was using. Um, and it, in a way it was kind of like reforming that speech, which I kind of, which, which I thought was actually really cool mm. that she was then explaining, no, this word is something that we do use in the Bible. And like, these are the kind of words that I'm going to use because, you know, uh, I want to like reform them. And so she was kind of like, she never said that, but that's how I kind of felt As the experience of the book well here's Um, one
1: strike against her she used the message translation she does she uses the
0: message translation in this book even once and she specifically says it is not the bible uh she says this is eugene peterson's take on uh these verses and she was like and and for what eugene peterson what it is yeah because what what (laughs) eugene peterson said and that i really liked and Mm -hmm. she was like you know uh this is eugene peterson's take on these verses she'd never once said it was scripture Mm -hmm. um so i was like hey that's how you use the message bible good Um, which I, so I really respected that, but, um, so, so she, uh, throughout the book, she talks about a lot of different things, but one of them was social media. Um, and I mean, she talks a lot about like, uh, not being controlled by what you feel and being controlled by the truth. And for a good portion of it, she talks about like, if you are so consumed with feeling uninvited, if you are so consumed with feeling rejected, um, and less than and unworthy or whatever, instead of, uh, what actually, I don't think she really says unworthy and I wouldn't use that word either. Um, but it's like when you feel less than or lonely or, uh, left out or whatever, that what you're doing is it's not, you're obviously you have a negative effect on yourself and it's not an enjoyable experience. But what she said is that you, we, we're not trying to make you, uh, like think better of yourself what we're trying to get you to do is come back to the truth and then come back to serving god because mm-hmm. if you're so consumed by um these negative emotions and you know oh everybody hates me or whatever uh you're not trying to serve other people mm. um and there's a verse here uh philippians 2 4 uh let each of you look not only to his own interest but also to the interests of others and uh that's one of the wor- the verses she uses in here and uh just the idea of if I'm going into a situation uncomfortable, I'm going to be thinking about how I can help myself, mm-hmm. of how these people can benefit me and make me feel welcome. Mm-hmm. Whereas the other way around, you should be thinking about how you can serve other people mm-hmm. and not being worried about whether or not you're uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. Um, and something I always thought of as uh, David Ludens talked about, um, who has been on the podcast before, he, he told me that there was a quote from some video game. I don't remember what video Did game you it have was. On again
1: sometime?
0: Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. Yes. Um, he, he told me this quote from a video game where this kid, uh, was really afraid and, uh, he was afraid of the dark and these monsters or whatever. And so his dad just said, look, they can't see in the dark is, uh, just as much as you can't and trying to tell him like, like in the darkness, you're also hidden. Not only that you're that like, you can't see out there, but they also can't see you. Um, and and it for me it's always been this idea of like if i'm in the dark alone uh trying to scare somebody else i'm not thinking about my own situation i'm not thinking about being afraid if i'm you know what i mean like i if uh, i'm right I i'm not thinking the about yeah. the fact that i'm alone in the darkness right now all i'm thinking about is oh this will be really creepy for the person i'm about to scare <laughs> and it's the same way with you being uncomfortable and trying to feel comfortable if you're just trying to make other Mm -hmm. people people feel comfortable if you're confident in the truth of who you are in christ then uh you should be able to do the same uh to other people and so and and
1: that's the thing right like i think Mm -hmm. this is a thing that um maybe it's just i don't remember if it's mom or dad or both or whoever like has said a lot, right? Like, is that the best way to, I think it's probably mom. The best way to get your mind off of yourself is to serve other people. Mm -hmm. Right. Like if you're, if you're, yeah, if you're trying, if you're being wallowing in self pity and like you, 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 you're thinking less of yourself, the best thing you can possibly do
0: is stop thinking about yourself. It's
1: go serve other people because that will get your mind off of yourself. Mm -hmm. And, and like, because obviously like it's, it's, it's bad to have a low self-esteem and like, be self-deprecating and put yourself down Mm -hmm. when you 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 absolutely do have worth and value as a as a son or daughter of of jesus christ and like you're you're being untruthful about yourself when you are self-deprecating and and the main reason the main way to get yourself out of that is to remember what your mission is right Right. well your mission is to serve other people is to spread the gospel of jesus christ um and when you do that then the other stuff starts to kind of like fade away and become less important to you
0: Yeah. And and, and yeah, it's just that idea of if I'm thinking about myself and I'm, oh, I'm unworthy. I'm all this. I'm, I'm so lonely or whatever. Instead of trying to make yourself feel better, instead of trying to be like, oh no, I should feel good about myself. Look at all these things I've done or whatever. You should remind yourself of the gospel and then go and do something that helps the kingdom of God and, you know, go and make other people feel comfortable if if like and, and and i specifically the the uh the setting here is like a soulful situation like a you know if somebody's like and she's like an introvert and she's like you know talking about how she was like <laughs> at this meeting and then nobody like talked to her or initiated a conversation with her and she was like if i had just initiated a conversation i wonder how many other people in that room were feeling the same thing that i felt mm. and weren't going out and doing something about it mm. um and yeah so instead of instead of trying to yeah. think of oh how can i make myself feel better Remind yourself of the truth. Um, And then you have all the comfort and confidence you need. Yeah. And you know, what's, what's, what's so important about that is that, you know, when, when people are like
1: high up on themselves and like prideful and and stuff, you know, what we tell them to do is go serve other people, right? Mm -hmm. Humble yourself and go serve other people. Go, go to the gospel, go do your mission. And it's just the same thing, right? Like it's exactly the same thing. If you don't have a right view of yourself, whether it's too high or too low, go to the middle because serving christ not only um gives you a sense of worth and value because you're like wow jesus is using me to do this right now right like Mm -hmm. that's amazing like i'm I'm part of the body of christ that this is such a Mm -hmm. privilege such an honor and that's as
0: humbling as it is right exactly but it's also so humbling because
1: wow like i don't deserve to be able to do this like wow (laughs) like and there's there's a there's a a leveling out that happens I think when you do that right and I definitely experienced this in my own life where you stop thinking about wow I'm just the worst and I'm completely worthless because you're you're like okay I mean obviously me by myself I am but not with Jesus like that's Mm -hmm. like Jesus can make me into something so much Mm -hmm. better and but then also right like wow I'm I'm such a great person and then you you just get down into the dirt and serve people and you're like wow what am I even doing? Like I'm just sitting here upon my high horse, and
0: these people are hurting. Like what right. am I
1: doing with my life? Right? Like yeah.
0: Right. The moment, the moment that people start thinking, "Oh, I am a great person. I am whatever," then they let themselves down again, and they screw up again, <laughs> or their emotions yeah. get the better of them again, and then they're back in the same rut, mm-hmm. and they've solved nothing. Mm-hmm. And so they're because their mind is still focused on themselves rather than other people. Right. Right. Exactly. Right. Rather so than if God. We,
1: if we if we try to solve the self esteem problem, whether it's too high or too low of self esteem. Mm-hmm. With just making it high or low, yep, right, like just reversing it, it's not gonna help because you're not, you're you're just you're you're fighting like a poison with another poison, right? Mm-hmm. Like you're you're like, oh, you got that self deprecating poison in your veins. Well, let's just, let's just give you this like prideful poison, mm-hmm. and then you'll you'll be fine, right? But no, we need cure, <laughs> which is the gospel to be preaching to our lives and to,
0: well, uh, to others. What is the Uncle Iroh quote? Uh, Zuko, pride is not the antidote to shame. Humility is. Mm. I don't
1: think that's what he said.
0: I'm pretty sure that's pretty darn close. No, he
1: said, he said, um, pride is not, uh, or, um, he says something about it being the opposite. Oh, pride is not the opposite of shame. No, it was, it was shame is not the opposite. Oh, of, no, oh, it was something
2: like shame.
0: that.
2: Shame. I need to look up now. Man, uh, like he said, it, he you know, says, uh, yeah, moment, he yeah. says
0: it much more pithy. Err, <laughs> unlike that sentence um no so uh just to kind of uh wrap up this little or uh rabbit trail then pride is um, not the
1: opposite of shame but it's source but it's source true, true humility, humility is humility. the only <laughs> antidote to shame there you go yeah there you yep. go yep there, there you go that's so
0: good i know Gosh. that's a children's tv series yeah. set the standard <laughs> carly have you watched avatar yet no she has not no. you need to watch it she's going to you she's going to <laughs> Um, okay, so uh, real quick, trying to wrap up this this little thing with the book, and we'll get back to more social media stuff. I mean, I think that's just very important to remember when you're talking about social media, um, and when you're thinking about social media, of that's kind of your purpose. You're not going to social media to to get your self worth, to get uh, your confidence or whatever. You're not going to social media to, to benefit yourself. You're using social media to benefit other people, um, and and that's where the main benefit is going to come from. And then all, obviously just being careful of who you uh, follow, being careful of the truth of, you know, where the source of information is coming or who the source of the information is, um, learning who to trust, learning what to trust, just being discerning of what other people think um, is very important. And it's not something you should take lightly. Um, but to just kind of close up this idea of the book, I kind of wanted to read this this section. because uh, it's really good. And this, honestly, this book, uh, it's it's written by a woman specifically for Christian women, and I feel like I have benefited from this book just <laughs> just insanely. Um, which is which was slightly concerning at first, but in all <laughs> reality, just uh, the idea of self worth and self confidence and uh, self deprecation, um, it just really just really struck me, and, and it's very helpful. For me to remember how women think. And that's uh, Jerrica Rice recommended the book to me specifically for that reason. She was like, This is how women think. Read this book. And I was like, You got it. Um, But uh, yeah, it's just really helped me to examine. Yeah, okay. You're going to get us flagged. Um, So just the idea (laughs) of.
1: What? That's what I'm saying. This book will get us flagged? No. I'm saying, like, the... the mood ring. The moon ring is the key to unlock this mystery of girls and their emotions. Oh, sure. Okay. But no, this book
0: is. That's what oh, I'm saying. Oh, I see. No, I'm saying we're gonna. You're gonna get us flagged. That's what I said. Well, yeah. Anyway, uh, so here we go. Uh, <laughs> uh, sorry. Um, so this this book just had a very profound impact on how I think about things, and um, it, yeah, it was very it was very helpful for me to just remember. Um, that emotions like, like that, like, like feeling left out or whatever are really that there is a solution besides just not being hurt. I think it was the main thing of if I just decide that I'm not going to be hurt by something, then it makes me feel better rather than I needed to deal with the pain and then come to a conclusion besides that. And so that really helped me. Mm -hmm. So I would recommend this book if you're in the same boat as I am. Um, but also I don't, I don't fully agree with all of her theology in the book. Even there were a couple of minor things that I was like, yeah I disagree with that. So just, in, just for my own conscience, I would put that out there. Mm-hmm. Um, but every time she came to a conclusion, I agreed with the conclusion. There were a couple of times, literally just two that I can think of where I disagreed with how she came to that conclusion, but I had another verse that was already in my head of, Oh yeah, no. So we both agree on the conclusion. You just got here by using this. I got here by using this. And so we're fine. <laughs> but yeah, so just for my own conscience sake. But here we go. So this is uh, just a, a section of here talking about social media. Sure. We are to process life by looking up to the Lord and into his word for wisdom. James three fourteen to 15 says, If you have bitter jealousy and selfish ambition in your hearts, do not boast and be false to the truth. This is not the wisdom that comes down from above, but is earthly, unspiritual, demonic. What steals your heart away from God's wisdom? Um, Might I take a tiny stab at what I think might have stolen at least a small part of you in the last hour? Social media. (laughs) Wait, don't you put the book down thinking I'm slamming social media. There are definitely good things happening there. But if it's stealing your heart away from God's wisdom, it's filling you with something else. This is something I know all too well. It's easy to scroll and surf through postings where people upload the beautiful, successful, shiny sides of life and quickly get a jilted notion that maybe we're not quite keeping up. We feel small, unnoticed, and incapable. One day I realized I had to stop looking at things spotlighting others' successes um, until I had a better way of processing them, until I could look at others and genuinely celebrate their lives without feeling anything but joy for them. I had to starve my scarcity thinking. Um, and she goes on to talk about the difference between like scarcity and abundant thinking, which which was like uh, like, why are you using that kind of terminology? And then she would explain it. Um, and then it was like, ah, you're trying to reform the, 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 words. And I, I enjoyed it. Um, but the, the, I, the idea of, uh, this is the next line, uh, farther down. I knew I was finally getting somewhere when I could authentically say her success does not threaten mine.
2: Hmm.
0: And I thought that was really cool, especially hmm. involving social media yeah. that somebody else's success. I should feel joy for them to rejoice with those who, mm-hmm. uh, uh rejoice and mourn with those who mourn
1: honestly that goes right back into the whole thing we were talking about with the neo-marxism sort of stuff because (laughs) here we go no (laughs) No, i'm kidding this is is why our social media is like this Mm -hmm. is because we have been conditioned in our culture to think in terms of power struggle, to think in terms of yeah. privilege, and oppressor.
0: If this person has this, I should as well.
1: Right, exactly. That we are, are owed things. That yep. we we because this person has them, that we should also have them. That's just envy. That's mm-hmm. covetousness, yeah. and it's wrong. Yeah. And that's what neo That's what Marxism is fundamentally about, and that's why we should completely and utterly reject it and all of the ideas that stem from it because it's wrong. It comes from sin um now does consumerism and materialism also yes stem from sin yes definitely for sure (laughs) right um but the you know the, the the point is that um when when we have this mindset when we're when we're culturally conditioned with this mindset because of the way that um marxism has influenced america um especially western culture in general is we we think in terms of oh wow because this person has this thing i need to be like it's like okay wow you're so privileged or like you're like oh wow they got into an ivy league school obvious be it because it's their they're white and they're rich and whatever right instead of being like wow that's amazing especially when we're talking about brothers and sisters in christ like wow there's no excuse to like look at another brother and sisters in christ success even if it is because they're rich like i don't even, i don't care right like you need to rejoice with those who rejoice mm-hmm. and mourn with those who mourn. Yeah,
0: you can right? you can factor in the fact that oh, they're rich. They might not be saved. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs>
2: I mean,
1: obviously, there like there's the fact that you know people who are greedy and, and that, that's a problem, right? Right. But like, because the love of money is the root of all evil, not money itself, <laughs> not money itself, but yeah. the love of money. Mm-hmm. And and but but it's the idea, right? That like you as soon as like someone says like wow you know i was given given this opportunity to go to go to europe for this amount of time and then someone like writes is like wow yeah i'm I, i'm flat broken i i'll never get to do that wow right. you're so lucky like and then it's just all this envy game right mm-hmm. and that goes right back to like yeah because you're rich and because you had opportunities that i didn't have because of your background then like Life it's not unfair. fair it's yeah. not fair and if, if and another
0: brother and sister in christ gets to enjoy that i mean that's everything is in the will of god they should have given that
1: money to the poor right they shouldn't have gone on that vacation. Uh, they should yeah. have just given the money to the poor mm-hmm. right <laughs> right judas right uh... <laughs> that's what judas said yep and you know what jesus
0: said you will always have the poor. You will not have me mm-hmm. all the time. Yeah, I mean, do good to ever, to, the, to everyone, especially those of the household of faith.
1: Mm-hmm. And and also, you know, take care of your family. Yep. And yeah, it's
2: a yeah. bunch if of you're considerations. A family, yeah, yeah,
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, uh, yeah. Well, well. Snap. Anyway, I just. No, I mean, it's it's a it's something to bring up, but um. Yeah, I mean. Just I, for for me, it's uh, I've I've definitely struggled with jealousy before of like somebody's time, of thinking oh, this person gets to hang out with this person a lot, and it's like why don't they think about me? And it's like you know just yeah. having a problem with somebody else being able to spend time with that person. And in, and in my head, I always tell myself, I was like, okay, truth of the matter is, I love that these two people are like the closest of friends, mm-hmm. and they're they're like some of my closest friends as well. And like, um, them getting to spend time together, them getting to awesome. spend together. Yeah. Spend time together is, is awesome. Um, and it's not like they hate me. They, they, they think well of me and they like, they, they enjoy my presence. Um, and they shouldn't feel
1: obligated to exactly. spend every waking moment with you. Right? Exactly. Like-
0: <laughs> and it is the idea of like, Oh, they've spent a lot of time together. That means, you know, I should be able to spend a lot of time with this person. And it's yeah. like, wow, that's really messed up thinking. Mm-hmm. And I, um, <laughs> uh, it, it took like, me a yeah, long somehow, time like, they to get myself less of out of you yep.
1: because they're not spending the exact uh-huh. same amount of time with them. yeah When, I mean, especially like if it's like a person of the opposite gender, like that's just not going to happen. Yeah. right like <laughs> Girls want to yeah. spend time with girls yeah. and guys want to <laughs> spend time with guys. Right. Like, and that's, that's thing. yeah. And
0: that's something I really had right? to like, yeah. Uh, fix my mind on. And I actually started memorizing uh, Galatians 5, 22 through 26, specifically for that of like talking about the fruit of the spirit mm. Um, and then it says against such, there is no law. Um, and those who are Christ's crucify, uh, the those who are Christ and those who are Christ's. Oh. Um, and those who belong to Christ right. have crucified the flesh with its, uh, passions and mm-hmm. desires. Um, if we, belo- uh, I think it says if, if we walk, if, if we live in the spirit, we, we also should, uh, walk in the spirit. And then it says, let us not become conceited provoking one another or envying one another. Mm-hmm. And I memorized that and every mm-hmm. single time I would start feeling left out or whatever. I just remind myself of that. Cause I always was thinking, I was like, you know, whenever Jesus is tempted, he just, you know, spotted out some, some scripture. And I was like, it's a pretty <laughs> good example. Maybe I should follow that. Yeah. Um, and then I just, and then I'm, I've just been fine ever since. Mm. So just the idea of, you know, cuz i cuz cause I, cause I knew the truth of it i knew that i shouldn't feel like this but i still felt like it and so i was just like you know what that's when you just memorize scripture mm-hmm. And there you go
1: yeah you got any thoughts
2: fresh out <laughs>
1: <laughs> well you know i appreciate the laugh track
0: you're providing that's very true <laughs> um is there any is there anything any part of social media that that has bothered you in the past, or that you would you would feel like you have something some wisdom on? Something you struggled
1: on. with, yeah, something that you could have insight on.
2: Um,
1: obviously for you, social media is like one of the best things because you met us through it. Right?
2: Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Um,
0: and with all your but, art, you know, you can get your art out there. Mm-hmm.
2: Oh yeah, I forgot about that.
0: <laughs> right. Or yeah, because
2: I used to. This podcast. Yeah. Um, I used to like be really into uh, my art account on Instagram which I still post on sometimes when I actually do art which hasn't been super often but
1: um I mean hey it's been often enough
2: (laughs) that's true (laughs) (laughs) um and like I'm trying to use words right now, and it's not working. I, I can, um, right, well, while you're arch- thinking arch- of words,
0: <laughs> I'll make a quick joke. It's like your, it's like the picture of your head is like creeping over your head. It's like you're staring at yourself. <laughs> you know what I'm it's like, oh. like, like <laughs> you see the picture of yourself is like kind of like your eyes are just creeping over your head. It was okay. Funny. Yeah. All right. Sorry.
2: Um. <laughs> When I was very involved in using that Instagram account and like posting my art constantly on there, it was very competitive, but it was competitive in a sense that like I didn't really feel how competitive it was, but Mm. everyone else did because there were several like people that I had met on Instagram, like other artists that had art accounts and stuff. Mm. And I had friends that had art accounts and um, it. I had a friend at one point like because I would just whenever someone whenever an art account would follow me I would just follow them back because I'm like well they're an art account and I like seeing art so Mm -hmm. I'm gonna follow them and that friend just assumed that like oh you're following them because you just want more people to follow you and I'm Mm -hmm. like no and so there's a very like just assumed like competition Mm. in a lot of social media which is really weird yeah I'd say it's Instagram like,
1: especially. Yeah. Totally that. not meant
2: that way. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which, like, for especially, this is a little more like current and relevant, like, with just Has having an Instagram feed that looks nice. Like, honestly, for me, I mm-hmm. just like the way it looks, like, to right. the eye. Yeah. I'm not like trying to get likes. I literally have never once in my life cared about how many likes are on a picture. That's I good. just like the way it looks. You got a lot of yeah. likes on like, a <laughs> i do okay i literally never check so
0: <laughs> um, like, yeah i mean that's the best way to I go can. about doing things from like an artist point of view with social media is you're not trying to get this thing you're not trying to gain these things you're trying to give
2: yeah yeah i mean i just look at it and i think i like the way that looks so maybe someone else yeah. will like the way it looks yeah so yeah i think
0: of uh, i think of Shylin and his songs of uh um like three thousand people listen to Murray. Seven thousand. It was yeah. the uh yo seven thousand, where are y'all at? No, he goes on and he's like, um
1: Oh uh, seven thousand Jehovah's Witnesses?
0: No. <laughs> he he says, um uh, he says, I know you're out there, I still get the emails. Against the Church of Christ, the gates of hell will never prevail. Um yeah. it's founded on the rock and the gospel never stops. So we drop on the topic whether second, it's popular how did he
1: how did he say that, the thing about the Church of Christ
0: and the gates? Um Against the church of Christ. Against the church of Christ, the gates of hell will never prevail. It's a weird way of phrasing that. Against the church of Christ, the gates of hell will never prevail. See, that's, that's, that's Amel
1: thinking right there.
0: All right, Gil. No, all right. no, right. no, 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 no. So
1: the, the verse reads, um, uh, the gates of hell will not like the church cannot, or oh crap. What is it? (laughs) <laughs> um wait wait this is important guys <laughs> hashtag that post mill
0: um uh, come on of hell. you know it's heavier oh, than this rain christ's rain oh, <laughs> with that oh my gosh
2: i forgot about that <laughs> uh
1: here and i tell you and i tell you you are peter and on this rock i will build my church and the gates of hell shall not prevail against it do you see the difference so he's pointing out the fact that it's that it's hell going after the church right against the church of christ the gates of hell will never prevail
0: you realize that he has to do that for the rhyming scheme though right he no but no, no, no. but that's like to... legitimately
1: how people think about this verse and it's it's faulty because they're they're picturing hell going after the church and church is going up church hell. is going after hell that's what it is <laughs> right? and that's why he says the gates of hell because we are marching up <coughs> the gates of hell and breaking them down And that's why, and and that's why sometimes So we're going to
0: invade hell and like steal people out of it? No,
1: we're we're like, like in, in uh, second Corinthians where uh, Jesus is putting every enemy under his feet. He's, yeah, he's, he's, he's- But uh, hell
0: is not God's enemy.
1: Well, the gates of hell, as in the, the powers of darkness, right? Right. That's the, the symbolism there. Right.
0: Is that the symbolism there? Yeah. And the
1: gates of hell shall not prevail against it. What else is that? It could be just
0: talking about the preservation of the saints,
1: but it's not. All right. Because okay. then no. Because in, the, in, <laughs> the, in, the, in the next verse, the context okay. is, "I will give you the keys of the kingdom of heaven, and whatever you bind on earth shall be bound in heaven, and whatever you loose on earth shall be loosed in heaven."
0: It's yeah, very I'll obviously give you talking one. about. All right, I'll yeah, give you that one. I'll give you that one. Anyway, All right. Well, this is this is just good. something else I wanted to say no. about. Um. um just my whole experience and then Carly's experience with, all right, I think we need to move on. Well,
1: so it says the the Greek is the gates of Hades
0: (laughs) more specifically. Okay. So it's like the gates of death. Oh, okay. Right. Like, all right. Okay. All right. That makes more sense. Yeah. Anyway. So, so just talking about what you're talking about Carly with the, the social media thing with, you know, you're an artist. And so you're trying to gain people. And also just with my experience of, of just being jealous about other people. Um, and, and just a, a funny, a funny little note there is, part of the reason why I would know that these people were hanging out without me is literally only because of social media. Otherwise, I would yeah. never have known. Um, which is which is dumb because they were sharing on social media these fun times that they were having. And then mm. I was like, <laughs> and, and I was like, wow, you're a piece of trash. <laughs> Talking to myself. Yeah. And then I was like, wow, look at that. Yeah. Um, and this is the, one of the verses that I then started reading. I, I Something Kent Martin had always said to me is like, you know, you never, you think you know what love is and then you get married and then you're married for like five years and you're like, I think I know what love is now. And then you're married for like <laughs> 10 years and you're like, all right, I think I get it now. And then it's like, all right, now I feel like I actually have an understanding of, of love, but it takes a while for you to get to there. of like, no, I had no idea what love was. I thought I did. And I was like, oh, I'm going to do this marriage thing. Great. And you're just like, yeah, I don't know. How it long has have been married now? Oh, know. who knows? At least 10 years.
1: Definitely more than ten years. It was sixteen-year-old child.
0: <laughs> so probably yeah. around twenty-ish, probably maybe. I don't think
1: they waited that long to have kids, though. All right,
0: well maybe eighteen. Who knows? Like anyway,
1: that. uh, so I always... I'm, so I'm just curious if he's gonna yeah. get to twenty or twenty or twenty years of marriage and then be like, ah, Dad, I, Dad, I, Dad, I, don't I don't know. know. No. <laughs> right, um,
0: yeah. But. Uh, so he'd always say that and then i was always like well okay well i'm gonna figure it out now then and so <laughs> and so i went and head start on that uh, yeah every single time i would just go and be like all right where is love intimately described well all over in the bible but specifically first corinthians 13 <laughs> yeah um and obviously like the fruit of the spirit is also defining love um but also just first corinthians 13 love is patient and kind love does not envy or boast Hmm. both of those things apply to social media yes
1: yes definitely it is
0: not (laughs) arrogant or rude (laughs) once again uh it does not insist well uh, we can talk about patience and kindness too being patient on social media like Mm -hmm. i want this thing now 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 and Mm -hmm. thinking about all these things that you could have now instead of being content with what you have and And also trusting in god's timing slow to speak yeah slow to speak yeah
1: that's that's even more relevant um
0: it does not insist on its own way and what I would always think of that verse is like it does not insist on its own way. It insists on God's way. That's how I would always think of it if, mm. of if I am being loving towards somebody, I'm not trying to convince them of what I think. I'm trying to convince them of what God thinks. Um, and then it is not irritable or resentful.
2: <laughs> it does <is> not rejoice
0: <laughs> at wrongdoing, but rejoices with the mm. truth. Rejoices with the truth is a big one, especially. And then love bears all things, believes all things, hopes all things, endures all things. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, it's interesting actually. I probably have to look it up now that uh it says in the ESV it does not rejoice at wrongdoing, um, but it rejoices with the truth. Um, in in different translations it is said, um, it does not it it thinks no evil. So I'm curious as to what the Linear, Inter- yeah the, the the greek translation would put it um but i always think of uh i'd get to the end of that part first of all thinks no evil is a big thing for me that i was thinking of of like if i'm assuming the worst of somebody hmm. that's not loving hmm. in fact yeah. if they were thinking the same thing of me i would feel horrible um and so i was like and why in the world am i and and being aware of that obviously is good but then thinking of like why in the world am I thinking the worst of this person where under under any other circumstance, I would think the best of them. Mm -hmm. Um, And then love bears all things, believes all things, hopes all things, endures all things. I would always read that and be like, that's so cliche. (laughs) (laughs) Like, what does that even mean? And then I started thinking about it. Um, That love bears all things, believes all things. It's not like, oh, love, love believes every doctrine, you know, or weird stuff like that. Or, or hopes all things to, to believe all things. Yeah. So (laughs)
1: love coexists. Yeah. No, to say that
0: love believes all things. I believe my friends i believe the best of my friends Mm -hmm. i believe and you believe them when they say something something. yeah Yeah. i believe that that they're gonna be lying i hope all things i hope that they are telling the truth i hope that they're not being a jerk to me those are the things that i hope for i'm not assuming they are
1: truly christians you hope that they are Mm -hmm. truly living for christ and you hope that they right like you're you're believing that you're, you're you're thinking the best of them right and then when you see something that obviously isn't mm-hmm. right and in the country or you go up to them and, and say hey you know yep. I'm, I'm assuming this that you you did this right and yep. like i'm just misunderstanding this but can you clarify this for me and then you find out oh no they weren't mm-hmm. that's fine right and then you can go from there but like yeah automatically assume the best yep
0: and then endure is all things so obviously enduring in silence don't ever tell them how you feel uh just sit there and and take it like a man right kilb no <laughs> <laughs> you endure the conflict and the pain of going to that person and saying hey this is hurtful so that the, con- the the relationship can continue i mean
1: also if they are like unrepentant about it right like yeah. if, if you go to them the first time and then they don't listen you endure, to you you endure yeah it, and you right?
0: endure uh, uh justly you don't you endure don't, suffering justly. you don't be like well i'm unfriending you <laughs> <laughs> See ya, right you endure uh,
1: yeah endure a long time yeah, that doesn't mean you would never unfriend them, but right.
0: so yeah, and then and then I think obviously ends with like love never fails, and really for me I would just go to uh, uh, this is, it says love never ends, hmm. um, right. which I right. suppose would probably make more sense. Yeah. Um, but love never ends because they mean
1: fail as in like stop. Yeah. Right? Yeah.
0: You'd never stop loving that person um it's not
1: that you like love will be perfect right that's not that or
0: it's not that love will always be consistently the same answer Mm. but that if i'm being loving it is this or two years from now i might be this is the loving thing to do with this person Mm. or for this person just means love won't stop yeah um what was if it if it is um yeah I, there was something else I was going to say and I forgot it, but that's that's okay. You know, I
1: you know I just had one of those like thoughts where it's like, no, Caleb, why would you do? Why would you do that? But I want to do it so bad. Is I think we should, I was like we should start a Bible devotional podcast and go through the Bible. Uh, no, I don't have time <laughs> yeah. for that. I sorry. I know, sorry. <laughs> I, know I, I don't either, and we, I know if only we had the time. Uh, yeah, yeah. Hey, when love we is get patient. That media studio when i get that media studio up and running yes we're doing the bible study it's gonna be oh fast. yeah
0: oh for sure it'll be a lot of fun hopefully now, by then I'll, I'll know all the greek and no i'm half like tempted that to like
1: record our romans bible study
0: covertly no. <laughs> nope no 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 absolutely not i will just, not let just, you do that just like oh here's the thing here's the record. thing that we are going to record um uh i suppose we should We'll leave that. For oh the no! End. Yeah, we, we, should, we yeah, should definitely record. Yeah, we'll leave all that the... for the end. We'll leave that for the yeah, end. So no, we'll, we'll keep. Saying. Yeah. Yep, okay. Anybody else have any thoughts on social media or anything? Well, so like I was that? gonna,
1: I was gonna kind of go back to what Carly was saying earlier. Um, just to you know, kind of tie this tie back, back to, to, to art, this, to art. Yeah. Because you know, we did, we haven't gotten into that a whole lot, mm-hmm. right? Carly mm-hmm. was saying the idea of using social media as an artist, um, and that whole idea of competition. Because I, I know that like I personally am really annoyed when like artists are um like um. Uh, writers or whatever authors like will like follow me and then be like and then I'll like follow them back because it's like oh interesting you're you write this book that's kind of cool and then they immediately like DM me and they say like hey buy my book and then I don't respond because I'm like I don't don't know (laughs) like don't, don't just do this to me. And then mm-hmm. they just unfollow me and never talk to me again. Mm-hmm. Don't do that. Right. <laughs> don't be yeah. that person. That's
0: right.
2: annoying. Yeah.
0: Right. <laughs> you, you should never be trying to, and okay, let's put it this way. There's nothing wrong with being like, I want my art promoting to reach more people. No. Right. Yeah, the, not... I, the idea is you not being content and you're trying to be competitive and to the point where you're thinking ill of other people, um, especially like other fellow them, right? artists like just... Yeah, and, and just annoying <laughs> people uh, in general as well. Um, rather than being content with the audience that God has given you and I would just point to shy for that of
1: and that's not that's not even a biblical concept. Right. That's just just a good business concept, because, yeah, like like I think of like Blimey Cow, for example, like they could <laughs> if they wanted to. And he's talked about this before. Right. Like Josh Taylor, he, he, they, he, they could like go after like all the sponsorships and like go like cutting edge, <laughs> like talk about all the relevant social topics and like get a bunch of like new. They like try to get like viral videos and stuff like that. Right. Like they could go for all that stuff. But in doing so, they would alienate their core audience, right? right. The people who yeah. really love what they're doing, who really like what they're doing, and, like, are part of that community together. Mm-hmm. You need to, like, it's its much better and, honestly, I think more freeing to find something that you really love doing. Figure out if there are people who, would, who are also like that thing, mm-hmm. right? Figure out if they'll pay you to do that thing, <laughs> and then do that thing to the best of your ability, mm-hmm. right? Find that niche, and then like dig out that niche, niche as far as you I can. It was the niche. Niche. Whatever, like any of those. Well <laughs> oh, I
0: honestly was just asking <laughs>
1: I don't think there's a consistent pronunciation, honestly. I All think right. it depends on your dialect of English. Okay. Um but um it's one of those words that I don't think actually has like a and if it does have like an actual like this is the right pronunciation mm-hmm. it doesn't matter because people will still use it either way. <laughs> right. Um but right, like that's, that's the thing that, and that's the thing that I've honestly always kind of thought of is like, I'll, I'll always like post like, Hey, we're doing the Twitch thing today. Like, mm-hmm. you know, but I'm not going to be like every day all the time. Be like, Hey guys, come subscribe <laughs> to my Twitch channel. Please give me money. Like, yeah. When people invite me to like them, their right? page, like,
0: I hate it. I'm like, I don't want to like your page. Like for some, for some people I'm like, Oh, you got a cute little 15 like photography page. sure I'll like it <laughs> Oh my gosh. Um, was savage. What? That's so savage. Water. Well, yeah, I know. yeah. I guess it was. I didn't really think about that. Sorry. Oh, look like at your little <laughs> yeah. Photography. But but then I was just like, you know, some people. It's like, oh, come and find all these pages. I'm like, no, I don't. No. If I want to, I'll do it. But if no. I don't, I don't. It's like I'm not going to uh, a like, or you know, is is it should not be like commerce to people, um, you know, yeah. and it's and it's it's comparable, in a realistic way, um, but. The idea of popularity being so important is not what a Christian should be thinking about. I mean, they think about all the times that, that Jesus had giant followers of people um, because of all the miracles he was doing. If you want to consider that a, a, a comparison here to like art. Yeah. Well, these are all the great things that he was doing for people, and then he was literally performing the miracles and proving to them that God exists and that he is God. And
1: then he would say a thing that like offended almost all of them, yeah. and, and they would all
0: leave. He was, he, like, he was yeah. never concerned about a following of people. He was, well, he was concerned about a following. Not concerned about a bunch of people following him around. Mm-hmm. He was concerned about disciples. Yeah. Um, and I think and, and were, I think that trying. translates perfectly well. To yeah. art,
1: Right. Like where it's it's that idea of you care about the people who actually care.
0: Yeah. Right. He, like yeah. <laughs> he sent like like after the like feeding of the five thousand or whatever, which is a a, uh, a low estimate. That was just the men, and so you could say as much as many as twenty thousand is it could be a you know uh a, a fair estimation like we don't know for sure but i w- i would say like my estimation would probably be like twelve thousand five hundred. but you could even say like twenty thousand people if you wanted to just to make god look cooler by a, a rough estimation you know you go for the higher end of that. the estimation just because I think like, when you know you know you're like talking about like uh how tall uh goliath was because by it was by cubits it was from like, right. you know, the finger to the elbow. Yeah. Like you, you could, he's either like, oh, he's nine feet, 10 feet, whatever. It's like, well, you could, he could be, if, if like, he, could be he could yeah. be 13 feet. <laughs> so why not just say, yeah, he was 13 feet. And because, because it's, it could be true. Like, we don't know for sure. Obviously say that, mm-hmm. but like, yeah, he was 13 feet. That makes God look cooler. Um, but yeah, anyway, so, so like all these people were following him or whatever. And, and then he's just like, you know what? I don't want you people here anymore because you don't... You don't care about me. I'm here to sh- to give glory to God and to prove that I exist. Mm-hmm. And that's what he did. And then he was like... I'll prove who I am. I, yeah. I and then I he was like, I no, I don't want you to deceive yourselves. The loving thing for me to do here is say, you are not my disciples. If you want to be my disciples, you have to do all of these things. You have to renounce all of this. You have to, you know, renounce all of this. And it, specifically, like, I think it was like Luke 13, I think, was when he was like... uh talking about, like, if you do not renounce all of these things, then you're not worthy to be my disciple. And then he says, for what, uh, like king did not count his army and was like, do I have enough people to go against this army and vice versa? <laughs> or, or, you know, yeah. Or yeah, I guess technically vice versa, but that's really relevant. Um, but like, do I have enough, uh, men to go against this army or do I have enough money or time to build this house? Um, does not somebody go and like count the costs before he goes mm-hmm. and makes a big decision? Then how much more should it be for to to follow after Christ and to be a disciple of me, um, to say, uh, you know, you know, I'll just follow you around or whatever. It should be something you think through and make a decision on that's not based upon oh, there's a bunch of miracles It's say this is what it takes to follow me, and so. So in this analogy,
1: if we're comparing Jesus' ministry to like being an artist, does that mean that when Jesus fed the 5000 or you know and so on that that's like a viral video sure <laughs> And then then
0: when people started following around and saying, oh, yeah, we're on your side. And then then you posted that. And then you
1: post like the videos you actually usually post. Uh And then everybody's like, I don't actually like this person. (laughs) Because, oh, this person's a Christian. Yeah. 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 You post post that one, you know, you post duct tape adventure, for example. Yep. Yep. And then you post
0: an episode of the Christian artist. And and it's like like, "Uh, two uh, views. Yep.
1: That's pretty good. uh, Yeah. The most popular video on my YouTube channel is uh, my adventure. friend's duct tape being a muffler. Yep. <laughs> so that's a thing.
0: Yeah. Probably just because of the title duct tape adventure. You can't really go wrong with that. Yeah. You just, you know. That was the one moment I, I in think, my life where yeah. I was like, ooh. I think the greatest a fun, uh, catchy clickbait title. I think the greatest YouTube video probably in existence is probably titled duct tape adventure and it's really just a bunch of kids. <laughs> It's just a bunch of cute kittens. The duct tape adventure thing is to get people for clickbait and then it's just cute kittens and then people stay and like it and they're like, oh, how can I not like and subscribe to a cute kitten channel? Oh, it's dear. named duct tape adventure. It's perfect. That's pretty much. Uh,
1: now I'm just yeah. terrified of thinking like the mix of duct tape and kittens. Like that sounds horrifying. Uh, yeah, Lots of hair.
0: <laughs> right. Lots of hair.
1: Just duct tape a kitten to like a wall. <laughs>
0: What are you doing? That sounds like something you would do for a YouTube channel, Connor. I'm just yeah, saying. Don't YouTube it and probably get any result. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Anyway. Um. <laughs> how did we get here? Um. You keep- Talking about popularity. Yeah.
1: You keep bringing our talk about art back to the Bible. So.
0: Oh, <laughs> darn. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, guys. Um. No. Okay. So, let's mm-hmm. talk about this then. I would just say, if, if you're thinking about social media and, like, this is something that you do, um. Um, like, like something that you're like, oh, wow. Like I do this. I like think evil of all of my friends that are competing <laughs> with me doing art or whatever. And yeah. this is like, you know, uh, affected you. I mean, the first thing that I did when I realized this is I just repented before God. And, um, so I would recommend even if, even if something here is little, like go to God and be like, Hey, like this is something I should change. And then ask God to help you do that. Um, if we're talking about social media, if you're talking about, you know, self-worth or self-confidence, um, or you know, loving popularity, any of those things. Um, I'd say we have a very low view of telling people that repentance is a good thing and that you should do it consistently. Um, So I might as well throw that out there and say, I mean, yeah, if you're doing something like this, just repent about it before God. Mm -hmm.
1: I don't think I would be a good post-millennial or capitalist if I didn't also point out the the, the, like, incredible awesomeness of the internet and social media just as a general, like, (laughs) thing mm-hmm. to be used for Christ, right? Yeah. Like honestly, it is one of the best evidences that I can think of. Like in terms of material like evidence, like look at the history of post-millennialism because like think <laughs> about this. We can now reach people with the gospel a billion times more effectively <laughs> than we could before. Yeah. yeah. Like when you think about the incre- the depth of biblical knowledge that has mm-hmm. been spread on the internet, mm-hmm. like when we did Elysian road, right. And, and uh, we, Dylan looked up the Bible, yeah. right. And, and I, I had her find that like website with like yeah. billions of books or whatever. Right. Like th- that's because I was, I was extrapolating like, like, okay. So if Christians just kept, kept doing this, right. The, right. Yeah. Like th- they, like that's what they do. Like you look at, you look at a uh, Gary North.com, right. Like it's a, a post-millennial guy who just, everything that he ever writes and everything that all of his like all the other people in the post-millennial community ever write and that they allow him to put up on this website he just puts up there for free so the people can mm-hmm. read it because that is a way to just bless people with the gospel to get that out there to use the tools that we have available to us to evangelize to the best mm-hmm. capacity not only to evangelize but also to train up in righteousness to mm-hmm. to, to help point people to sound doctrine um and uh, we are sorely neglecting um, our, the tools in front of us if we don't use it. Mm-hmm. Right. We have
0: all of this information out there yeah. and all of this opportunity that we're wasting it because we think somebody else will take the reins um, and we should take our, yes, our social yes. media um, like opportunity seriously. We and need really someone to, we need a Christian to make a
1: great social media platform that isn't like God mm-hmm. book or something yeah. dumb like that. <laughs> right. But is like, a like just, Chick-fil-A. Except the, right. social, the social media yeah. Chick-fil-A. Exactly. I, I will... So, besides the internet... No, okay, so... Besides the internet, the internet, internet isn't... Chick-fil-A is the best example of post Oh, yeah. Like, <laughs> hands down. You know you know the meme where it's singularly. like, slaps
0: this thing. We were in a Chick-fil-A, and we were like, that's yeah. the best meme <laughs> in existence. Slaps Seriously. Chick-fil-A. A. tweeted
2: it. This is the best
0: post... Uh, uh, uh... Uh, evidence for post
2: millennialism in this, action. Yeah, no, it's it's it's
0: a uh, well. That was your tweet, but I think the meme yeah. should be slaps slaps Chick Fil A, and it's like this this <laughs> this uh, this baby this baby can... can fit so much evidence for post millennialism. <laughs> yes, yes, uh, yes exactly. yeah, something like that.
1: Right, and and if you're confused about
0: what we're talking about, because that's what he said. What well, you tweeted is what he said. But, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> because he we, actually slapped the. Table. If you're
1: confused about what we're talking about, post millennialism <laughs> is the belief that. Um, that uh, the Great Commission will succeed. Um, that, that Jesus wasn't giving us a, a fruitless task. That he he wanted us to to preach the gospel and hold disciple up, all the nations. Up. there and are that plenty it succeeds.
0: of yeah, there, there are plenty of fruitless tasks that God has given us in the past. Like be holy as I am holy, be perfect, do all these things. Those are all fruitless tasks, right? No. Woo-hoo. In the same way that
1: we will never um we will never Whoa. become. Pr- <laughs> In the same way that we will never become totally perfect here on Earth, the world will never be t- become totally perfect until Jesus comes back. Same mm-hmm. way, right? the The world is going to be glorified the same way that we are. The world is being sanctified the same way that we are. And you can see this all throughout Scripture. Um, paradise restored. <laughs> uh, that's 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 the whole point of the gospel. Is not only para- is paradise restored in our personal lives and our personal relationship with Christ in, in our covenant community with Christ, but also in uh, in the same way that well, we'll be restored to paradise in terms of like the Garden of Eden. Um, will we'll be given paradise again through, through the world. And that's happening progressively. Um, and capitalism and uh, Christian work in all spheres of culture are an integral part of that. Um, and, um, and that's maybe an unpopular opinion, but that's just kind of the way it is. Um, and that's, that's why I like always point to Chick-fil-A. Like Chick-fil-A, best evidence for that, for God's continuing work in every sphere of culture, because those are Christian people who just made the best dang restaurant that has ever existed? Like, like, just hands down. Like, they are so good at what they do. They are mm-hmm. so good at it, and they just keep getting better at it. Like, they are just so good. And if we just took that same mindset into every single sphere, we would we would run the world. And I don't mean that in like a we would be dictators because that's not what God has called us to <laughs> do. He says to take dominion. He says to be influencers of culture. He says to redeem culture for Christ, to point everybody back at the only king that we have, which is Christ. Mm-hmm. And Jesus is over everything. And so we should act like it. Um, and that means we need to take the reins of the internet. We need to take the reins of social media and make it part of the kingdom of God to, to use that to 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 reach people, to use that to, to glorify God and to not just use it to um, make you know god tube and god book and all of these like christian knockoffs of better social media platforms but to make the best social media platform get everybody to come there and then guess what you have a captive audience right <laughs> like and you can saturate like the, in the same way that facebook and twitter are you know saturated and they they use their platform to get across their views right that that there, it's there's no um neutral bias and in, in any anything there's no neutrality and so, like, those those people are using their platform to promote a certain narrative. And they mm-hmm. have the right to do that because it's their platform. But that's it's our job as Christians to come along, to, to, to come into culture and to redeem it, to make it better. And we do that by, not by putting little crosses on everything, but by making it the best it can possibly be.
0: By and putting then, little crosses on everything.
1: No. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs>
2: yeah, I was actually about to say, I was about to reference that and say, i'm i'm definitely guilty of this in the past and yeah me too (laughs) and and people like i've seen people that i like i don't just assume that they have the same mindset as i am but like i see it so much that i'm like this is probably just all the same thing (laughs) but we need to as christians on social media not just assume that if we post a picture of our bible or put a bible verse as a caption that we're preaching the gospel because we're not
1: <laughs> yeah. yeah and we we have to be clear in in terms of like that there is a a difference and that's an okay difference between making art that doesn't have to be a preaching of the gospel right mm-hmm. because that's not the primary purpose of art it's point to the gospel yeah. but not to preach the gospel that's the point of preaching is the point of preaching the gospel like that that's hey. when you do that right Like evangelism <laughs> is when you preach the gospel right. and those that's the the moment you do that everything is about the gospel ultimately right like everything points back to it but only preaching the gospel explicitly preaches the gospel because that's what mm-hmm. it's supposed to be yeah. um and so we're, we're doing a, a, our art a disservice if we have to tack this weird like if we, if we try to use the same principles that make evangelism good to make art good because it's not going to work. It's not going to, the, the mm. same principles that present a good, like defense of the faith, for example, like right, like the, with apologetics, it's not going to be effective if you're trying to make a, like a, like a movie that's like, a, like a, just a regular, like fiction film, right? The same principles don't apply. What we need to do is we need to get really good at whatever field that we want to present the gospel through and then present the gospel in the best way that that, that sphere offers right and fiction like you know for example that's one of the things we talk about a lot here right doesn't present the gospel in the same way that apologetics does that evangelism does that preaching in a local church Mm -hmm. does that a theology book would it presents it differently and it and it's most effective when it presents it the way that it's supposed to be presented in that medium um and i honestly don't think i've ever like been as concise with that I just, like, kind of realized right as I was saying that that that's <laughs> how it works. I don't think I've ever, like, said it quite like that before. Where I, like, had, like, th- some gears connected. Mm. That's, I just yeah. did right. a metaphor there. That well, All right. That's not a actual well, thanks for, metaphor that well, thanks works. For sharing. <laughs> no, I'm just saying, like, as no, I, no, I'm no, a verbal processor, yeah. so I just mm-hmm. kind of realized a point that I've never really realized before as I was kind of sharing it, so I yeah. thought it was cool.
0: Brett, is there anything else on social media we would like to close with? Carl's got a thing. Got anything?
2: Um. Don't post something on social media if you want to act like that or say that in real life.
0: What what is spoken in the in the, uh in in secret will be proclaimed on the rooftops, except in uh, literally on Facebook. <laughs> you know, you're you're mm-hmm. not even whispering it. You know, you're actually proclaiming And that's the thing. That is not to say.
1: That is not to say that when you are just posting something on social media that you should say it as if you were saying it to one person specifically because there are, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. Like you will say it in a different way to different people, right? right? View it as if, okay, so if I'm on the sidewalk, open air preaching, if I'm if I'm in my community and I'm just like yelling out and I want someone to know something, how am I going to get that across, mm-hmm. right? The same principles that, um, you know, give a reason defense for for the hope that isn't, mm-hmm. then you would do this with gentleness and respect. Yeah. That's... That was specifically for the idea of like apologetics, of being in the public square and like defending the faith. And that's the same, the same principles in that sphere apply to social media because it's basically the same thing. We're proclaiming something publicly. And so obviously like I will, I will um, like present something on Twitter, for example, in a, you know, maybe concise and maybe direct way, right? Where I'm like directly saying something that's truthful and biting. But that's not to say that that's the wrong way to do it sometimes mm-hmm. it is because it's like i'm being disingenuous or i'm just being a jerk about it but that's not the same thing right like as 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 past um jeff durbin pastor jeff durbin said there's a difference between being a prophet and a jerk mm-hmm. but, yeah. just want, <laughs> but, but just because we don't want but just because we don't want to be jerks doesn't mean we shouldn't be prophets, right right yeah. we are called to and i've, I've I actually was, been in a um a twitter um discussion just for just recently um, over the last few days on this very topic of just the idea of public yeah. proclamation, proclamation of the gospel and when it's okay to do that and when it's not and um, I just had a disagreement with someone and, and I was like no like this like we are we are being we're disregarding scripture if we don't
2: mm-hmm. have a
1: place for calling people to public repentance calling people to to you know, like calling out specific sin doing that in such a way obviously where there's gentleness and respect in the sense that like you are
0: valuing, human, valuing human, beings, human beings, you love them and don't want right. them to go to hell. So but you're telling sometimes them
1: this is sin. Biting words do that, yeah. right? Like uh, being, being cutting is not antithetical to gentle and being loving. Yeah. Right. Um, mm-hmm. so, and so, yeah, there's definitely principles that we can apply in both spheres. Um, obviously if you are in, like, it's just a matter of knowing how to do things, right? Like knowing in what medium, how, how to say things, in whatever situation you're in most effectively, right? Mm-hmm. Like I won't say the same thing. I wouldn't I wouldn't use like the you know the uh, 240 280. We have 280 characters now on Twitter. Yeah. Um, yep. <laughs> the 280 I wouldn't I wouldn't use a 280 character soundbite, drop the mic and then walk away if I'm having a personal conversation with someone, right? Like because <laughs> that's not how it works. But if I'm in the public sphere or on social media, I can do something like that because that's what it's built for. That's what it's supposed mm-hmm. to be done. Um and then if people, you know, I want to have a discussion about it, then you move into this this other realm of like especially if it's on 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 Twitter, you, you still have a lot of the same principles. So you're trying to like act uh, with gentleness and respect in an apologetic sense. But that doesn't mean that you have to suddenly be like, oh, I'm sorry. Let like me. Let me not. I'm not gonna like throw scripture at you now. I'm just gonna like well, let's just. Talk about here. I'll just invite you over for dinner. Like, well, we, like there's a, there's a time and a place for for having biting words with someone. Um, and there is definitely a time and place for inviting someone into your house and eating a meal with them, and not calling out their sin and right. <laughs> right? Like, there it, it's just a matter of there's a balance, right? And there's specific situations in which both one or the other is appropriate. We have to know which are and scripture helps us do that mm-hmm. we can look at examples in scripture right and we can see okay so paul was in the public square and he he talked about like this unknown god and he like called them and he wanted to have a discussion with them that's okay that's that's something you know we can kind of apply that into to our lives we could approach it in a similar way and then be like oh yeah jesus um uh, went and ate with sinners and he he um talked with them on a very personal level that's another thing we could do and both have their time and places and have, both have different people that you would do those with right so
0: uh, to, well, I mean, Carly, were you about to say something or are you just yelling?
2: No, I was just yelling. <laughs> all
0: right. Um, to kind of, well, okay. Is there any other ideas? Cause I kind of have a place to close this off then. I don't
2: think
0: so. Okay. One, one thing
1: I did, did want to say that, um, I, I forgot about was, um, I think it's important to remember, um, in all of this conversation that, um, although social media is a very important tool and it's a thing that we can use very effectively. Um, I know we pointed out the, in uh the the bad things about social media but just one more thing to point out is um don't let social media become an idol um mm-hmm. don't don't waste your life on it yeah. <laughs> right like john the...
0: piper has said mm-hmm. uh, yeah. <laughs> the one thing that facebook and uh um or one thing that facebook and twitter or whatever and social media will be good for not the one thing but one thing that it will be good for one of the things one of the things that it will be good for on the day of judgment is to uh, measure <laughs> hmm. the, the amount of time that was spent on it will In, prove that yeah. prayerlessness was not from a lack of time. Mm-hmm. And I totally <laughs> did not say that the pithy way that he says it, but...
1: No, not many people can say things the same way the pithy way that John <laughs> Piper says things. True. Um, yeah, right? Like, and, and this is something that I've actually just, literally just yesterday, like, looked at, and I was like, because I was having that discussion with with those people on social media... And I was like, okay, I think I'm spending too much time on social media. Like I think this is starting to like, cause I was like literally getting, to, especially when I'm trying to like get into a mode of uh, productivity for school, it was really draining a lot of my time away, just like mindlessly scrolling because it was what I, it's just something that you just do unnatural, like just naturally without thinking about it. You just start scrolling on social media and yeah, like there's, there was interesting things that I found that I like retweeted a bunch of cool theological things, but like, at the end of the day, like I was spending way too much time on it. And I was like, okay, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to like turn off notifications on my phone. There's like for Facebook and Twitter, like there's, I, I don't need to be constantly, cause I would literally just like every, like a minute, just like check my phone and be like, oh, okay. This, and be up to date on every single social media thing that was happening. I was having conversations with people like real time, just keep going back and forth as soon as they post it back. And I was like that, not only is it not good for my like um, you know, for, for just time's sake and, and making sure my thoughts are in Christ and not on social media, but it's also just making me anxious because like, I would have these conversations with people and then I'd be like, Oh no, what, what have they said now? And then like, just be like, don't oh, no, i to have to, okay. I'm going to have to go into scripture now and like <laughs> talk about this whole thing. And like, cause I want to do it right. I don't want to just like half-heartedly send someone a reply. I want to like think out a response and I wanted to take the time to do that. But it was much more helpful for me to be like at the end of the day, be like, okay, here, I'm going to set some I'm going to now going to go on social media and very intentionally look at all the things that I was kind of like missing throughout the day and then respond to those things and then go to bed. And there you go. That's that's what I did on social media today. Right. And that that was that was much more healthy for me yesterday and today than it had been before that. So I just thought I'd I'd bring that up because that's something I've been personally like going through right now. So.
0: Yeah. I mean, especially if you're just anxious or um, um, feeling like, I mean, just the whole like rejection thing of being envious of other people and whatnot yep. to, to take a break from it. Mm-hmm. And if you know that it's a stumbling block for you, take a break from it until you know how to process it, until you know how to process the information that you're, you're giving and you know how to react to it. Um, and there's nothing wrong with that. Uh, a coworker of mine just was like, you know what? i know that facebook is a problem. i know that social media is a problem for me and just didn't didn't have it for i think either 30 days or 60 days or something like that and then he slowly came back to it and was like and scheduled it out like all right i'm only gonna allow myself this amount of time on it because i know i have a problem with it and i was just like oh no i really respect that and uh mm-hmm. you know Did being you it you chat? uh we're still we're now. still going well, all right okay all right, right like- see you buddy okay all right uh uh, what's not Noah Bender? Anyway, uh, anyway, so uh, what was I gonna say? Uh, people and things and things and stuff. Check them out. Talking about uh, I don't know,
2: I don't know what you're talking and
0: about. And social media and Carly. What was I saying? Uh,
2: coworker and Facebook. Oh uh, yeah,
0: yeah, uh, yeah. That it was it was a stumbling block for him, and he wasn't trying to say you know everybody should do this, but he knew his his problem, and so he was gonna you know oh i was saying yeah wait to come like take a break from it and then wait to come back to it until you know how to process the information you know how to um respond to people um and and yeah because and and uh, if you're anxious about it or or you're feeling rejected by it or whatever and you're being envious or whatever then spend more time praying than you do on social media because that's how those things are in reading your Bible, because that's how those things are going to filter out of your mind mm-hmm. to renew your mind, to mm-hmm. focus your mind on things of Christ, to yeah. uh, think about things that are true and holy and noble and uh, worthy of praise. If anything is worthy of praise, think about this, such things, um, stuff like that. So yeah. i say that's, and, and uh, that's, that's one thing. And, and uh, so I guess I feel like that was probably the, the better way to end it. I should have gone first. But one thing I did want to say is for terms of like, speaking out in public and talking about things to a wide audience. Um, you know, people have told me before, well, you shouldn't say that kind of stuff because, you know, a non-Christian might read it. Mm, yeah. um, and my my point for that was always, oh, Jesus told people things they didn't understand all the time <laughs> and talked about, you know, <laughs> these crazy scriptural things that he knew they weren't going to understand. He specifically mm. said that for that purpose. Um, but also just preaching the whole counsel of God, Acts twenty twenty seven. Paul was uh, saying, uh, "For I did not shrink back from teaching you the whole counsel of God." Um, and so, if you're if if there's if there's a certain topic or whatever that oh you know non Christians won't understand this, or that I'm specifically addressing Christians, right on there specifically address Christians. And if it's a non Christian like wants to read it, they will. Um, and if a non Christian does read something where you know. Like, like if I post something about Calvinism, if I post something about the sovereignty of God and it's like, ah you know, non-Christians aren't going to understand that. They don't want to hear that. Are you kidding me to to proclaim (laughs) the glories of God to people who hate him and say, yeah, this is how God uh, views time. This is how God is in control of all of these things. Mm -hmm. This is what the Bible says. This is what God has said. Like, like at what point? Oh, I just kicked the microphone. Wow. At what point? are you doing something wrong <laughs> by saying what God has said to anybody <laughs> at what point is is uh me talking about like um today at work uh
1: like there there might be a time to inopportunely quote something right like some <laughs> someone's like yeah my kid just died and then oh you, yeah and, for you, sure. and like you quote them a verse about like like something horrific that happened to the children in the Old Testament, or something, right? Yeah. Like, obviously, don't do that. Like, don't, that's oh, that's just like right? Moses with
0: the firstborn.
1: Right. Exactly. Right. Like, like he just don't, don't. That's that's dumb. Don't.
0: Right. I, yeah. So there's, but we're talking about like, not we're not talking about addressing people. We're talking about proclaiming the glory of God. <laughs> so someone in chat, Twilight
1: Lover Eleven wrote, "Did you, do you get pinched a lot on Saint Patrick's Day, Carly?" <laughs>
0: Yes. Um. Pretty sure that's Jenna. Not gonna lie. (laughs) Twilight Lover Eleven. Pretty sure that's (laughs) Jenna. It might be Jenna. Yep. Anyway, so um. Hi Jenna, if that's you. Yeah. Uh, So here's here's the thing. So to preach the whole counsel of God, um, like that's something that that is should be good. Um, that if if um if I'm you know if I'm talking about that if I'm talking about um you know, the biblical way of dealing with something, if I'm talking about the word of God, there's, there's never there, there might be a bad time to bring up certain topics, mm-hmm. but there's net. you're never doing anything wrong by teaching the whole counsel of God. Um, that I always, you know, people are always like, like, you oh, you just shouldn't talk about that around non-Christians, but then all oh, reality for, for them to see any part of scripture is important. Um, for them, they know this is what Christianity is about. And here's the thing. It's like, oh, you know, like, don't tell them that. Let's convert them first. And it's like, like, first of all, like, especially as Facebook as a social media or just any type of social media, I'm not trying to specifically convert one person. Hmm. Um, you're proclaiming and that's, something to a group of people. And that's the difference people.
1: between evangelism and yep. prophesying. Yeah. <laughs> There's like a legit thing in scripture called prophecy mm-hmm. that doesn't mean like in three days you will fall down stairs <laughs> no that biblically that means we are proclaiming god's word yeah right and and it's it's different.
0: you're not thinking about a, a prophecy is not you're a pirate spe- ship s- comes into your head yeah, no, that's prophecy not bad is the word yeah. of god
1: <laughs> it's speaking for god and and it's not yeah. in a way that's you wouldn't do that in a way that's inconsistent with scripture obviously right and and speaking that's why for god says, is you're
0: repeating what god has said
1: right exactly yeah. um and, and sometimes that doesn't have to be Word Verses, for word, right? right? But it's it's like saying God's words, right? Again, um, and and at that at this point it is only saying God's words again because it used to the be Holy saying Spirit. God's words
0: then because
1: God directly, God spoke, directly to them, spoke to them for the Hebrews first time 1, in that way. Yep, right?
0: Hebrews one one and two, God spoke to the prophets and and uh the Israelites in many ways, but in this age. God speaks to us through his son and through the apostles that he has appointed and the disciples that he has appointed.
1: And then you know, also have the verse and I don't remember the exact reference, but it says, you know, um, you know, then we had it, had it in part, but now we have now, we you know, soon we will have it in uh, completely. And I can't remember the specific reference. That might be that
0: also up. Hebrews one.
1: Is it? Yeah, it might be. Um, but right. That's speaking of the idea that like, and, and this is something interesting. And when I was looking at the um the little book on, on tongue speaking that I got recently by Kenneth Gentry, um he he talked about that a lot in there and he said like um the the gifts of the gift of tongues and the gift of prophecy in the um in the new testament were given specifically so that people could hear the word of god without having to have an apostle specifically come to them and say it um so he he god um you know supernaturally gave people the gift of speaking prophecy and speaking in tongues so basically prophecy except in a different language that's what tongues is um
0: Yeah. It's 1 Corinthians 13.
1: Oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> we back. And um, so that people didn't have to like, that they, they could hear the word of God and have it still be, they could know that it would be consistent with scripture because they did have the letters from the apostles. They did have the, you know, the messages from the apostles and they could test those, those uh, words. And they had the old Testament, right? Like primarily they had the old Testament and they could look back at those scriptures and and compare the prophecies they were getting and be like okay well that's that was a true prophecy okay what that guy said wasn't a true prophecy he wasn't actually speaking prophetically um but that's but what what it is today um because gifts have ceased um and maybe that's controversial too but
0: um, <laughs> what gifts <have> ceased?
1: <laughs> uh is and that's because we have the full council of god now we have mm-hmm. all of canon it's Sealed, it's closed. We don't need it anymore. So that we don't need prophecies, we don't need tongues, because that's what they were for, right? Um, to pr- prove the validity of scripture. To so not only yeah, not, not only the prove the validity of scripture, but also like you know help the New Testament Christians out, yep. and and also be a sign of the coming judgment on Israel, which is interesting. Yep. Um, <laughs> yeah, go read the book Tongue Speaking by um by uh, Kenneth Gentry. It's it's great. Um, it's only forty pages too. <laughs> um, but uh, right, like now prophecy is um speaking the words of god uh in the same way right like speaking the words of god to other people often to like nations often to communities um speaking prophetically as a prophet would right like in the old testament we have examples of prophets we have jesus was a prophet in that sense right he prophetically came to israel and he spoke um and this is an important thing the 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 counsel we get from every prophet and this is why it's important to look at like how we're supposed to be prophets in this way because we've been talking about this general concept is talk about sin talk about god's judgment on sin and then also talk about god's salvation for those who turn to him and repent of their sin those are the two steps of any prophecy every prophecy has them any prophet and all any part of scripture will have those two elements in it and so that's what we need to be doing as well um we can't just have one without the other we can't just talk about sin and then not talk about salvation, not talk about freedom from sin, and we can't just talk about freedom from sin without talking about the context of sin that you need to be free from. So,
0: yep, that went a little bit over my head. But that's okay.
1: Sorry, <laughs> I took a. It, it's one of those things where, like, I had to say all of it to like really understand what I was even saying. Um, See, that's
0: that's hard to do on a podcast. <laughs> I, well, that's that's how it works. Sorry. Uh, so this is the verses that he was talking about. So literally, left, picking up where we left off. Love never ends. As for prophecies, they will pass away. As for tongues, they will cease. As for knowledge, it will pass away. So, I guess my question for you would probably be, as for tongues, they will cease. As for knowledge, it will pass away. So you're saying that you'd knowledge to, and tongues will pass away. You have to look on away.
1: at the specific meaning of the word knowledge there. Yeah, um, this isn't
0: logos. You can't just no, click no, on a right. word and know exactly what it means. <laughs> anyway, and then, for now we know and for, for we know in part, and we prophesy in part, mm-hmm. but when the perfect comes, the partial will pass away. When I was a child, I spoke like a child. I thought like a child. I reasoned like a child. But when I became a man, I gave up childish ways. Or a woman. Right. Uh, yeah, for, right. For now we see in a mirror dimly, but then face to face. Now I know in part, then I shall know fully, yeah. even as I have been fully known. And uh, Pastor Gabe Hughes has described this as sanctification. That you, mm-hmm. you don't fully know the person that God is creating you to be. Has made you to be in mm-hmm. the perfect when you've done, when you're dead. And, you know you are have glorified body you don't really know exactly the person that god wants you to be until that day your sanctification is not fully done yet and it's the same with the world and it's the same with the kingdom of god too that the sanctification is still of of the earth is still going for god so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son
1: hmm yeah that's interesting i would have to like kind of look this up they do a words like a, a, a more in depth study on like yeah. w- like w- if if the context allows, um, prophecy, and tongues passing away.
0: At separate occasions. And a separate
1: occasion, than knowledge whether yeah, it's interesting w- the way they put that. Right. I'd have to see what. Yeah.
0: It would be like that it's would just be the word gnosis. That, yeah that would be comparable to like something um. In like old testament where i would like say this thing is going to happen and this thing and they're like you know years apart does that make sense right uh yeah anyway um because i could i could oh okay
1: so this is interesting let me let me look look at this real quick this is just a little interesting thing because it uses the word seas for tongues and it uses the term pass away for the others um i wonder if those are, the, are those the same terms being used there, just translated differently, or are they actually different terms? You know, those are definitely different terms.
0: Interesting. So well, okay. yeah. I could we'll see just... how
1: prophecies, because prophecy, right, is is just the word of God, right, right. and tongues, and not right, because it, it could be pointed out here. Maybe if I don't know enough about Greek to know this, but it could be like prophecies will pass away in the future, right, like at the very end of time tongues they will cease and maybe it's like a like a more near word right like it means like very soon they will cease or something well i mean
0: think about it in in our reality pass away means a slow gradual process um cease means to you know stop abruptly like like you yeah, cease you fire i mean that that makes sense um if that's what it means
1: then it makes sense but right. yeah i have to look but up you, the
0: context you, but, mean, yeah. yeah anyway that was so just interesting such a yeah yeah so i mean yeah I'd I'd say that we've gone far and above talking about social media. Yeah, all we talked about a lot of stuff. Yeah, I feel like we should have showed up a long time ago, but, <laughs> no, this is all interesting. but it but <laughs> a yeah. Now. No, I know, I agree. It's 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 good. I like it. Um I'm very tired now though. All right. Do you have any last words, Carly?
2: No.
0: <laughs> I think so, yeah, I mean closing up with time but also time. just uh, you know, teaching the whole counsel of God. There's nothing wrong with saying with with you know Putting stuff on social media that's, just, you know, teaching teaching about Christianity and you know stuff like that or or just oh, anything because I did have people will
1: yeah I did have one more thought along those lines um so uh um on uh, every day now I take a a carpool with a, a girl who lives nearby um to Whitewater to school and um is interesting because like going along with that whole idea of just like exposing non-christians to christianity right like i um uh i take on tuesdays and thursdays i take um jerica and ashley two people who go to our church um with with me too we all carpool together and so all three are christians but the girl that i the other girl isn't and we listen to a shelojens podcast Um, on the way up um and it was really funny because it 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 talked about uh, children's church and
0: and actually is the <laughs> children's <laughs> was really
1: church. Funny, she was just like,
0: "What?"
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, <laughs> it seems like I've had that happen twice now, and I've showed people theologians episodes. Just like makes fun of something that they do or like. Oh wow! Um, But but it was it was really interesting because like, you know, we listened to it and we were like talking about it and like kind of going through just Christian stuff and just talking about it. And she was there, right? She was just there listening to us talk about it and 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 go into it, and, you know, maybe you know, it, that's, like, literally just planting seeds, right? Like, okay, like, th- we're just speaking about the truth of God in front of you, and like, we're not gonna, like, not talk about these things oh sorry you're not a christian right? like you know that doesn't mean <laughs> it, like that, that it, we're like, never gonna talk oh, about this I don't, in front of you because we don't right. like it because she she doesn't she's fine like it's not gonna like if she literally was like if, if it bothered her and
0: yeah right then obviously yeah. then you just have respect for other human beings but it's, for for them it's i mean it's the same thing as if i liked country music and you liked country music i mean Boy, that would be sin right there. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, but if we both like country music and we would talk about country music in front of somebody and, uh, you know, they didn't love country music, they can still learn from it. And it's probably still an interesting conversation where they're just like, oh, they're talking about country music, whatever. And they can kind of be a part of it. But they don't really like country music. They don't understand country music. So they're not going to really contribute a whole lot. But that doesn't mean that. But it might help them later help on. Offended. Yeah. It yeah. They might
1: have to later on when they're listening to country music. They're like, oh, yeah, there was a the thing that was the person right. talking it's just, about.
0: It's just common courtesy <laughs> for human beings. And it's the same cool. thing with social media. I've had, uh, you know, coworkers like, um, well, like like some of my stuff that's like <laughs> Christian or whatever. And I always try to think of like, do they fully understand this concept, or are they <laughs> just kind of like, oh, I like that part. I like that you're not like other Christians in that way, mm. or something like that. But it's, you know, for, it's just so strange how Christians will attack each other. About preaching the Um, whole counsel of God more than
1: unbelievers will. So much. And that's, that's, what's so frustrating to me. And this has been what's frustrating to me recently with the conversation I was just having. And also just, you know, in the past, whenever this has come up, people will always say, and they'll they'll never use scripture for this. They'll Mm -hmm. always just be like, "I, I don't think it's effective. Like, right. is that is that's not the best way to do it. Like, you need to be friends with people. And I'm like – But is it God's I, way? Yeah, right. First, I'm like, okay, that's not the most important thing. The most important thing is what right. does Scripture say? So You take them back to Scripture. Yeah. But then also I'm saying that I, I also – I'm like, you're also wrong about it being – not being effective because it is effective. <laughs> yeah. It's it's like – it happens. like right. person I was talking to was like, you know, I don't think that, you know, the things that an abortion now does is good. Like, I don't think it's, it's effective. It's not going to get win people to Christ. It's not – you know, it's, it's calling someone a murderer isn't is the way to do that. And, you know, and I, I went through first, I was like, okay, first scripture says differently. This is the witness that we have at scripture. This mm-hmm. is how we're supposed this to do This is what things. Jesus did. This so Jesus, Jesus out, did. Jesus called people murderers. Right, and exactly. That's what Jesus did. And, and that, that doesn't nullify the, the other things that Jesus did, which was go to people's houses and like have meals with them and talk to them personally. That's also a thing that we can do and should be doing. Right. But mm-hmm. it doesn't, that doesn't nullify the other thing, right? Like and and but but two you're wrong it is right. effective because it, it it literally is like end abortion now has saved thousands of babies yeah. lives hmm. it has won dozens if not hundreds of people to christ it's it, you're you're wrong it's right. it is effective and and it's only your own like um it's the guilt that people feel about not being no, a part of it's, that it's the, it's the billy grant <laughs> it's the whole thing from from the calvinist movie it's It's this idea that the Billy Graham crusades started, and the distortion of the Billy Graham's crusade that became the the church that we have today. Mm -hmm. Um, The main, major, mainline evangelicalism is the idea that you can't offend anyone. You have to boil down the gospel to its simplest parts and Mm -hmm. then try to get people in the door, and then that's all that matters. You just need to be as nice as possible, the gospel of nice, which is not what scripture says, and it's not effective. It will not win people to Christ. I, I, like I'm sorry, it's just not true. Like not only do we have Scripture on our side when we say that we're 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 to publicly proclaim this, we also have a just uh, pragmatism on our side. <laughs> like even if you try, because like God's way is the best way, and and like maybe your meter is different. Maybe maybe you measure success in people who get through the door, but we measure success in terms of disciples, and like all of the methods that we have to use to win people to Christ are all an integral part of making converts and
0: disciples. Right. Mm-hmm. So. Effectiveness has never once defined what is right and what is wrong. No, but it is a wonderful byproduct. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's because the effectiveness the comes efficacy, from the spirit of God. Yes. The efficacy comes from the spirit of God. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, we just need to be faithful to what God has told us to do mm-hmm. and he can work out the details. Like it's literally like, and, and this is what they went back
1: to in the Calvinist movie too. Was the the idea, remember, Arminianism, Arminianism came from a spirit of rationalism, just mm-hmm. like Roman Catholicism's view on salvation and grace. It's like, right. it doesn't make sense to me that God has to do all of it. So, obviously, we have to do some of it, right? Mm-hmm. But that's just rationalism. That's, that's a pragmatic view. It's an ideology that is antithetical to scripture because we are told in scripture we will not understand everything. Mm -hmm. Like it, it doesn't have to make sense to you. Who are you? Oh man, to question (laughs) what God has said. And that's all throughout scripture. Whenever there's a, there's a point that's directly related to these things. That's what God says. He said, who are you? I, I'm going to do it the way I want to do it. And, and just in the same way that you're supposed to worship God in spirit and truth, you're also supposed to proclaim God in spirit and truth. And that means doing it the way God wants you to do it.
0: So, I mean, with all that being said, I mean, get on social media, start proclaiming the word. Well, what I was, I was going to make a joke and say, so when God said so social media is evil, don't use it. Obviously. And, and if you it. can
1: find that verse in the Bible, then we will all stop will, using social give you, media. We will give you a cookie. <laughs> yeah. Hashtag. We'll, we'll shut I down you were going to say that.
2: We'll <laughs> sh- hashtag you get he a cookie. I was about to say that. Oh we'll
1: shut down this podcast. If you can
0: find that verse. Mm-hmm. <laughs> anyway. Yeah. You know, technically the person who, uh, Jessica Jacobson was the person that sent, ah, ha, ha, hashtag you get a cookie, that's awesome, or whatever. And I've given her cookies before. So I think, so we actually kind of fulfilled our promise on that. So if somebody else <laughs> sure, wanted to do a did. hashtag that, yeah. you get yeah, a cookie yeah. thing, yeah. so, uh, yeah. you know. You get a cookie and you get a cookie. Yeah, Look under I mean, your seat. Y'all get cookies. <laughs> yeah, we might we might actually.
1: Uh, once we get a live studio audience, we'll do stuff like that. Yeah. give <laughs> we'll people cookies. That'd when, be fun. Oh my gosh carly next time you're in town we should have it at like the church we should set up a thing at church and do a live stream oh my god with gosh. a live studio audience yes. that would be so i cool. guess that would be fun cool, i suppose ah uh, that would be
0: amazing all right could have a anyway.
2: live question and answer yeah, yeah oh that'd man cool. that would be so cool <laughs> i
0: feel like people would actually ask questions i yeah. you know what i'm saying yeah and you know people yeah. will come to it
2: yeah
1: <laughs> people from <YouTubers>, that'd
0: be <laughs> awesome. but yeah so anyway so we've we've i feel like we've we've definitely overstayed here. our welcome at this yeah. point um <laughs> carly um, any last any last no. thoughts nope all right all right all right well um Caleb, can you hit the button in just a second we are going to uh obviously keep making episodes of this but as well uh we're going to be recording a 12-week series <clears throat> note 12-week series on the 10 commandments um that we're going to be doing with our youth group and so a lot of i feel like almost every single youth leader is doing at least one um um except for i think kent and ian i think both aren't doing one i think kent is wary he might do one he might not um but so pretty much either, everybody else either is doing kent
1: one. mom or ian either mm-hmm. kent or mom kent or mom will do one one then the other and one I, won't yeah and um, then ian won't ian was thinking about one of them though, i don't think I and jerry is not going to yeah
0: and is not going oh, to and Maddie and but, um, all right yeah, um, but well, but they but they've never showed an interest in wanting to speak. Well, yeah, so. we're,
1: we're yeah. gonna want we're gonna do a whole lot. Of, I'm I'm gonna be speaking on graven images and theft, mm-hmm. um, and also
0: false witness. No,
1: I'm not doing that. Oh, anymore. you're not doing that anymore because it was too much. Gotcha. Right.
0: Yeah. yeah so um. <laughs> And so we're just going to be going through that series, and so we're going to record all, of them, all of them, and we'll put them on here either as substitutes, well, I'm hoping that we won't need any substitutes, and we'll be on every Monday as of now, and we'll just put those out as extra <laughs> bonus, bonus episodes, episodes if you like them, yeah. D- it, will, it will depend on when we put them out. I, I'm yeah. not going
1: to promise to put them out one out every week. We're not right. going to get double episodes. It's, yeah. it's probably not going to happen, because I have <laughs> things to do, but <laughs> they will at least be recorded, and will eventually come out, so. Yes.
0: Um, so yeah, so with that, putting out there, so that's a little bit of content that's coming up, but other than that, Caleb Mm -hmm. hit the button.
1: So you can find us on Twitter at Christ underscore art underscore show, um, where we have, you know, these are all our social media presences. Mm -hmm. You can find us on Facebook at facebook.com slash Christian artist show and at our website at Christian artist show.com. Now we don't often post a lot no we except don't except for like hey we're doing the christian artist yeah i think i every once in a while i'm like oh hey this would be a thing that people who love, follow the christian artists want to know but like anyone yeah. who follows a christian artist also just follows our personal social media right. accounts.
2: it's and a and very so we which we, on we post on yeah right, exactly.
0: exactly christian artist is a very specific um medium i suppose we have very specific things that we'll post on there like, like that one sermon like Le Le art quote? yeah an art quote like that. Uh, yeah. like that the thing that uh, uh martin luther said about shoes mm-hmm. and putting mm-hmm. little crosses on yep. shoes every once in a while i'll do yeah. that so if we find something but i mean at the end of the day this is our
1: this is how where we speak right so right, it's so not like yeah those are anyway. just placeholders so yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but yeah, I mean, if you want to get a hold of us, those are also, those are great places
0: to talk yes. to us, right? Like um, just... We still, uh, on the docket still, somebody had sent us a book that they had written on Christian arts, that's and, true. and we still have yeah. to buy that really and, talk to them and yes. kind of figure and it out. get that, because that would, be good. that would be something that we should definitely do. But yeah, mm-hmm. uh, I think that's everything. Signing Sounds off. good. Thanks for watching. Thanks for listening.
1: Y'all have a great week. Bye.